0: you're listening to two guys talking wine with michael pincus and andre prue it's the most wonderful time of the year ding dong i don't know what you're talking ding, about it's, it's July. yeah what is, what could it be hold on listen did, did,
1: wait did. is it the zap festival
0: it is not. You were not listening to NewsHawk 1010 a couple weeks ago when I did my tasting with Ted Wallishin.
1: Were you tasting Gamay? Eh.
0: Frank? Eh. Zinfandel? Eh. It, uh, it's, it is cool climate Chardonnay time of the year. Oh, my God. Are we there again? It is the I4C. And listen. You are the ultimate jerk-off for Chardonnay. I have the evidence of how excited you are for this event. Let's just take a moment and listen to our wrap-up of the New Zealand Wine Fair right here.
1: Uh, I am kind of looking forward to the I4C. And dead silence. I knew I'd get you on that one.
0: Wow. I shouldn't have said anything. I, 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 I mean, the way you feel... When we recorded that podcast, it's how I feel all year.
1: About Chardonnay.
0: Yep. And the I4C.
1: So we, I think we do this every year. I think last year we got um, Stacy Mulholland uh, to talk to us a little bit about what's going on uh, with the I4C. And, uh, and then I think the moment after that interview,
0: Andre says to me,
1: who are we going to get next year? And I'm like,
0: we have a whole year to go the the saddest day of the year for me is the monday after i4c ends. you know why?
1: i don't know why because you can pour more chardonnay.
0: it's the longest amount of time before the next i4c. oh my god, you're that guy. Uh, so we had a chance to catch up with Magdalena Kaiser she's a board member for I4C just to find out what's going on this year because I have never seen it I've never seen the tickets like sell this fast so we had to find out what there's tickets left for
1: actually it was was pretty exciting to see that the tickets are going much quicker but I think the part that that made me kind of scratch my head I go wow I guess I didn't realize it And, and I think you say it very early in the um uh, conversation Conversation. so let's roll it and let's see if people catch it
0: Magdalena thanks for giving us the, the time so we can talk a little bit about what's going on this year
2: yes of course happy to be here
0: um, so I, I guess the first thing this is the ninth year that uh, I c has been going on um, and I think the the event has been evolving gradually over the years um, What what is something new that people can expect to uh, to experience this year
2: Well, uh, this year we actually are moving uh, the uh, Grand Tasting and Dinner to Niagara College. So the location and the venue is new. Uh, The second thing that is really exciting is that we have an option for people to purchase uh, tickets for the Cool Chardonnay World Tour tasting only as a separate Ticketed component from six to eight p.m. on the Saturday night twentieth, and that really provides greater flexibility for people—people people that uh, perhaps weren't able to get tickets for the dinner, but still would like to taste all of the wines of the event and still experience uh, Niagara Wine Country. So we're very excited about that new addition.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. About that as well, just because that um, that that grand tasting on the Saturday night before the dinner, like the Fleiss of Chardonnay is a crazy party and there's lots of great wines to taste and but
1: great food. We've always said great <laughs> the, food. I the, never get to it
0: till the end, but it's the, um, great. the, the grand tasting at the dinner on the Saturday, you've always got you're, you've got the first line playing. You got, you got the, the, the penalty kill unit out. Like it's always the, definitely the best wines that the, uh, the wineries from around the world are, are bringing the pour. So, yes, so,
2: yes, that's true. So
1: I, I guess I'll ask this one because I'm not I'm not going to attend this year. Uh, unfortunately, Andre and I do a little thing for uh, Toronto Life, and one of us has to get in on the Friday to taste the wines uh, at the the vintage's release. So what uh, what are we going to expect from the School of Cool this year?
2: Well, the School of Cool, I think one of the most exciting things uh, that we have every year is the keynote speaker and. Uh, this year we have Julia Harding, uh, who is a master of wine, and anyone that reads Jancis Robinson would know that she's um, the editor and essentially her right-hand person. So she will be the keynote the morning of uh, the School of Cool, which we're very excited. It's her first time in Canada, so she's very looking forward to it. I met with her in May when I was in London there when we did our Canada House tasting, and so that's, the, I guess, the primary thing. Uh, And then, of course, every single year we have uh, new interesting sessions. And um, we have three different sessions. One is called Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Lees But Were Afraid (laughs) to Ask. And um, considering that we have Chardonnay as the theme, we're able to also include sparkling wine there, too. So that is uh, an exciting topic. The next topic is the next session, the second out of the three masterclass components is um, the topic about it's not just the heat, it's the volatility, weather volatility, and the impact on Chardonnay production. And uh, I think this is a a timely topic that um, many people are discussing uh, throughout the world when it comes to wine, you know, beyond wine, actually, but certainly important to our grape growers and our winery producers here and those that are visiting from all over the world. And then the last topic is the changing faces of Chardonnay and how our consumer tastes and perceptions changing around cool climate Chardonnay styles. And I think, uh, you know, we really felt that it was a good time to reflect on how things have evolved over the last um, nine years that we are doing the I4C. Uh, back when, when we started it, uh, it was really a grassroots movement that was, was started with a core group of Ontario producers in the in the, the you know the fact that cool climate Chardonnay, cool climate wines were not, let's say, of interest or um, uh, exciting to consumers, and so now nine years later, it's really exciting to see how cool climate wines are highly topical on a global level, and so we would just like to ask on that panel we'll be having, uh, media and trade. Uh, from around the world to talk about, do they, you know, what are they, they feeling that consumers are feeling about cool climate Chardonnay and cool climate wine? So I think it's an exciting. Um, it's going to be an exciting day. We're very happy uh, with, with all of the panelists. And the moderators and uh, tickets are still available for that so we're hoping that uh, we can get some more people signed up for that.
1: So I I do want you to expand a little bit on something you mentioned you talked about the Canada house tasting could you tell us a little bit about what that is and where
2: it's held? Uh, Sure Um, every year we well not every year um, almost every year over the last seven I think to eight years there has been a, a tasting at Canada House in London in partnership with the uh, embassy there to which we do various partnerships uh, in key markets and they're very supportive of um, helping Ontario and Canadian wineries have an opportunity to um, develop business opportunities for Canadian wine. And so Ontario uh, ourselves, and uh, we work with, British Columbia and Nova Scotia to create this opportunity with the embassy to have wineries participate and pour wines there for media and trade. So it's essentially a tabletop tasting. And um, over the years, we've cr- created a uh, very good momentum and interest for Canadian wine. And again, kind of going back to the point of cool climate wines uh, being of great interest. Also, uh, we know or we we understand that there's a great affinity for Canadian things, especially by our UK colleagues and friends. And so it's um, it's become just a, a very excellent tasting, and it's a great way for producers to kind of go out of their own market, put themselves on the world stage, and get feedback. Um, additionally, you know the main purpose, of course, is always to have those wineries hopefully develop opportunities to sell their wine in the UK and over the years we have definitely seen growth and wineries are having their wines purchased by agents and placed at top restaurants. So it's, it's just a great overall great event and it's become in the last few years an annual event in May so at you, Canada House.
1: So you're in a unique position to tell us this, how is Canadian wine and especially Ontario wine being received by the, the people that you, you bring to Canada House?
2: Oh, absolutely. They are very excited about our wines. Uh, I think, you know, those that have been coming to the tasting now for several years, are, they look forward to the tasting. They want to see how things, what, what has evolved, uh, what the vintages may look like for certain varieties, and they're begin, beginning to become familiar and want to know what's coming next with, with the wines. And then there are those that are still discovering Canada and um, hearing from others that this is definitely worth um, tasting. So very, very positive, just all very positive feedback.
1: Over to you, Andre.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's it, 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 you know it, it's cool to hear about that, that tasting going on. And I mean, I was in London in January as well, and I don't think there's a single wine shop that I went to that didn't have at the very least, a bottle of Canadian ice wine on the shelf. So it's cool to see how that market's been receiving Canadian wines. I guess, I guess going back to, to I4C, I'm really looking forward to the School of Cool. I know that Michael and I, we've spent a lot of time when we talked to winemakers talking about climate change and how things are affecting what they're doing. So really looking forward to hearing that event. Um, bring it back to the, the rest of the events that people can get, get tickets to. I don't think I remember seeing a year for I4C where tickets have been selling out as quickly as they have been. I I had to get my ticket for um, Flights of Chardonnay over over a month ago, and I think now there's only, as of today, which is July 4th, like 30 tickets left, according to the Facebook page. What can people still get tickets to, Magdalena?
2: Well, they can still get tickets to the Flights of Chardonnay, and as in years past, uh, there is always a waiting list for the flights of Chardonnay. Um, and that, what happens there is that uh, there is an opportunity, I believe, for about 200 more tickets if the weather cooperates with us.
0: Fingers
2: uh, crossed. It, it, so that can, you know, even if it's sold out, you can still go on a wait list. And I believe about 24 hours before the event, uh, we will release an additional batch of tickets if, if that works out.
1: And i think the last two years it it has worked out correct
2: yeah no it has worked out and uh you know of course we have to make sure that if if it's rain we need to make sure people are in a comfortable area and therefore that's why there's the original allotment and so yes we've been lucky the last two years that we could sell the extra tickets and more people were able to come so that's been wonderful um the movable feast the following day at ravine is still available to my understanding and uh westcott uh this year westcott vineyards also has a brunch now i'm not sure of the update on their tickets but they may have some tickets available as well
0: so if you're listening to to this podcast you need to get to coolchardonnay.org right now like if if, you if if you're listening to this podcast the tickets are probably selling as we speak so make sure you get (laughs) to the website right now
2: it could be that's that's probably true um The, uh, Saturday night, as I said, dinner is sold out and, uh, but the pre, uh, tasting, which is essentially all the Chardonnay from all of the producers. And it's two hours. It's, it's a a wonderful opportunity to really, um, discover the wines and, and and a great amount of time to do that, uh, is still available. And of course the school of cool is available. So, um, the other thing that's, uh, I don't know the ticket numbers exactly because they're managed by the individual wineries, but on the Saturday there are a collection of uh, lunch, lunches put on by different wineries. And to my understanding, there are, you know, a mixture of opportunities there. And so uh, people should look on the website and then, you know, try to get tickets for those events because they're wonderful. And, um, yeah, so we are excited about the ticket sales this year we sold uh probably the most packages of what's called the grand grand crew package which people are really wanting to come for the whole entire weekend and so that's very exciting because they're going to get the full experience but you know what that says is that if someone doesn't do that this year or didn't have that opportunity and has never been they can try a few things and then next year hopefully buy a full package
0: right on um I know it's getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because this year hasn't happened, but next year is going to be the the 10th edition of, of I4C. And obviously the tickets are selling really quickly. Do you have any idea or do you have a sneak peek at what I'm guessing is going to be a big year for next year?
2: No, we don't have a sneak peek. We're just working really hard towards this year. And certainly in the last few uh, weeks, we're just focusing on that. Uh, But what I would say next year, what's very exciting for Canada and Ontario is that uh, we, uh, three years ago, won the uh, bid, the international bid for the International Cool Climate Wine Symposium, which is slightly different wording than the I4C, and that is um, essentially, uh, it happens every four years, it's focused on research Uh, and it happens in a different country every year, and it was in Brighton three years ago, and we collectively uh, put a bid in for that, and Canada won the bid and will be hosted in St. Catharines at Covey, and we actually worked in collaboration with the I4C to ensure that that would be aligned with the I4C 2020. So there will be essentially a whole week-long celebration of Cool Climate Wines and that happening and then leading into i4c so there's a lot going on but and i believe they will be posting that information on that program in august and wow. then i am sure shortly after that i4c will start to get ready with some of our information as well
0: that's really exciting
1: andre uh, i think it's a collective woo-hoo! so uh that no i didn't get it one from you i didn't get a woohoo from you
0: no you didn't cue me properly oh sorry Anyways. try again
1: ready go woo-hoo! Uh, all right yeah. that sounds
0: much better no, it's Magdalena. Thank you so much for the the information. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, what? I have oh, yeah. I have a question. Okay, do you have to do this? For,
1: yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. Let's pretend, Magdalena, that I am not a Chardonnay lover. Even in though he is. Any way shape or form. Uh-huh. Uh what uh what do you suggest or what should bring me to the i4C? What would you say, "Look, you're not a Chardonnay lover, but here's why you should come." To the I4C?
2: Well, I guess a couple things. Uh, first of all, I would say that I had um, uh, one of the, someone that I hosted a number of years ago that was not a fan, uh, a travel writer, actually, who didn't particularly like Chardonnay, but was really excited to just find out more about it. And interestingly, by the end of the three days, they became... Uh, a huge fan of chardonnay and i think what that did you know the event spoke to the fact that their expectation of chardonnay was grounded in only of one particular style uh perhaps not cool climate style and that's why they didn't think chardonnay would be for them um there's a great opportunity at this event to rediscover chardonnay and really kind of find out that there are an array of styles even within a cool climate style you know chardonnay can be oaky not oaky um you know can you can have a youthful style you can have something with a little bit of age on it you can have chardonnay as a sparkling so there's such a diverse you know selections with even in the chardonnay category and cool climate category that i think uh someone that says they don't like chardonnay may may be just wow i had no idea and that's actually kind of what the whole um the whole uh event was founded on beyond that uh understanding that perhaps yes only chardonnay may be tricky for people that may be coming as couples where one person loves chardonnay and another person may only drink red for instance uh we integrated an opportunity on the saturday evening um where we are focusing on core other varieties that um that do well in ontario and uh, so there are Pinot Noir, some Cabernet Franc, and Gamay uh, being poured at the World Tour dinner. And so that's just another opportunity for someone to, you know, have something else beyond just Chardonnay. So um, so we're excited about that. And then at uh, I know at the flights of Chardonnay, there's also, uh, after the tasting, there is uh, a local brewery providing uh, beer as well. So there's certainly lots of opportunities to taste different things for someone who definitely just, let's say, didn't want to try Chardonnay.
0: All right. Maybe you know, you've it's, talked it's me into ma- ma- it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, no, maybe. It's just, Magdalena, it's up, it's up to people like you and I to change people's minds one bottle at a time.
2: <laughs> yeah. we, can let
0: Michael, we can let Michael sit in his corner by himself.
2: <laughs> I, am, I, am, I
1: have to be honest. I've, I've been a big fan of the uh, flights of Chardonnay. I get to taste a lot of Chardonnay from all over the world at that event. And uh, it takes me probably most of the evening to get through all the wines. And Andre is telling me all about the foods throughout the evening. And I'm like, I'm still trying to get through the Chardonnay, Andre. So I think the last hour I get to eat something. Listen,
0: I need to tip my hat to to you and the organizers, uh, especially as someone who lives and works in Toronto, the food scene down in Niagara-on-the-Lake and in St. Catharines has gotten so exciting over the past few years. It's almost happened without people really noticing. And the Flights of Chardonnay, if you want to see how exciting things are down in, in Niagara, go to this event. Because, I mean, you're, you're talking about some of the, the best chefs in the province, hands down. No, the food is fantastic. It really is. Well, And some of the wines are pretty good, too. Well, Magdalena, thank you so much for the, the time. I'm looking forward to you, uh, seeing you at Flights of Chardonnay. Uh, and you're gonna yes, see absolutely.
2: I will be there. Thank you uh, for uh, taking the time to interview about this, and hopefully, we sell out everything.
0: I hope so, too. I might have to pull out my uh, Santa hat for my Christmas in July. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you really don't want to see that. That is just not something you want to
1: see any part of. So. Hopefully everybody caught ding, that. Dong, it, it was the ninth anniversary the of, and you say it a few times. Time the ninth the anniversary. Year. You're killing me here. The ninth
0: anniversary. There will of bottles I4 be C. popping and chardonnay stopping and in my glass. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Andre, you're a
1: nass. Nice. But anyway. Yes, I know you love Chardonnay. It'll be on the table, table, table. There'll be lots of Chardonnay for you. I know I will be at the flights of Chardonnay. I know that I'm going to get a, an interview with uh, Richard Painter yep. from uh, New Zealand. Yep. to talk Chardonnay cool, cool, cool. Uh, from uh, from a different country. Yep. We talk a, a lot uh, about Chardonnay from uh, from from Canada. Uh, maybe we can get get something uh, a, a look at what Chardonnay is like out on the uh, West Coast, and then well, maybe I'm, I'm somebody actually thinking, from the East Coast. Too.
0: Listen, based on on what Magdalena told us about who the speakers were for uh, the um, the uh, School of Cool, I'm really looking forward to hearing what people have to say about climate and changes Chardonnay. Because the thing that's interesting about Chardonnay is it 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 really is versatile as a as a variety. It, it grows well in cool climates and warm climates. So I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, what the speaker has to say about um, what people are doing to prepare for climate change. I mean, let's face it it's tough making wine in Burgundy these days and that's like the, the heart of Chardonnay. And Maybe I'm going
1: to make you take some notes this year because I'll have to interview you. I will not be there because of our Toronto Life article. I will be at the Vintages Tasting this yep. time. And so I have sent you to your nirvana that day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Please try to not touch yourself as much as you did last year.
0: No promises.
1: I'm Michael Pingus of com. before this goes way
0: off the rails. Patreon.com. Help us keep this podcast going. Uh, You can support us for as little as $3 a month, which is the price of a cup of coffee from Starbucks. Right?
1: Well, $5 is a cup of coffee Because Starbucks. You can support us for $5 a month, too. That'd be nice, too. Anyways.
0: But, I mean, $3 is the McDonald's cup, which right. I
1: understand is better. I'm not a coffee drinker, but if I had my druthers at 9 in the morning, I'd have a glass of wine.
0: I'm Andre Pru from Review.ca. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Share this with a friend. Come check us out at i foresee this year, because it's going to be awesome.
1: Andre's definitely there. If you catch him at the right time, he's already it's drunk.
0: most...
1: Wonderful time. Eating food, shoving tacos into his mouth, pouring Chardonnay into him, and... Time of the
0: year. Oh, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.